time has come again The champion must end It can only be one of us That song is great. It's fantastic. Hello, Dimwit Nation. I am uh, one of your hosts. You're listening to your, your your favorite podcast in the world. This is the DYM podcast. Oh, defend baby. Your movie, defend your media, defend your mother, defend your whoever you want. Yeah. I'm Sean Donnelly. You know me as Dutch, joined here by the, <laughs> the, the cool breeze himself, Andy Fiore. That's me, baby. How you doing, Shawnee? Good to see you, my friend. I Good got a, I got a couple big things for you. Mushy Mike, the producer. Hello. How are you? Hope everybody's doing well. I had a dream about you last night, Shawnee. About me? Yeah, I had it was you, me, Norman, and List. And, and maybe the podcast was in my subconscious last night. Maybe that whole Luis Gomez Seinfeld <laughs> controversy yeah. got into your dreams. Well, buddy, get strap yourself in for a Seinfeld heavy episode <laughs> because uh, it ties into last week too. But last night, I'm 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 asleep. I'm off in uh, I'm sawing logs and. Uh, I have this weird dream that we're like down in a beach area. You, me, Norman and list and you shaved your beard and you came out. You're like, guys, I'm going to do the show with no beard tonight. And I, and you looked great. <laughs> and we were all loving it. <laughs> and we were like renting, but it was like a vacation. And I don't really know. That was really the majority of the dream. And then we just drove back to New York and that was all. But, did um, any of us catch lobsters illegally in the ocean? I don't think yet. Yeah, uh, I think it and then Norman turned him into the cops. Was there a breathtaking baby on this trip? Yeah. <laughs> That's some <laughs> ugly baby. But um, here's I really I have to start this off because I almost texted you this last week and I, I this is really I am embarrassed for myself over this. <laughs> As you know, last week we talked about my uncle Leo. His yes. uh, his funeral we were going to, um, yes. you know we uh, we record these things on a Thursday, and uh, the next day I was just uh, thinking about the episode and uh, listening to the social media clips that our buddy uh, Haas sends us, who works with the Laugh Button. He's great. He cuts all their stuff up, and he's fantastic. Yeah, he's great. And it got me to thinking uh, about the show, and I was just thinking about my uncle Leo, and then I get a text from his son just saying, "Hey, thanks so much." for coming out. Our families have always been so close, uh, you know, over the years. It's my dad's best friend, my Uncle Leo. You know, he's not necessarily my Uncle Leo. Yeah. Do you know where I'm going with this? Can you guess? I, the son said something about the, the clip? No. The oh, son, I'm so worried the son got upset. No, no, no. no. This, is, this is great. I, for whatever reason, I had a mental block in my head. My Uncle Leo's name, son's name is fucking Jeffrey. <laughs> I swear to God on my dead father's grave, my <laughs> uncle Leo's son's name is Jeffrey. So I that's your cousin. So, so that's your cousin. I could not believe it, but it's it's. I have uncle Leo whose son's name is Jeffrey. If there's uncle Leo on Seinfeld with a son named Jeffrey, how go, did that not come out last week? I'm embarrassed. I did not put this together sooner. I almost texted you right there on the spot, but I wanted to save it for the pod. 
<laughs> oh my god! I this texted my little trailer. sister immediately. I went, "Hey, how fucking retarded are we? We've never made this connection before." <laughs> I mean, I got an aunt Sylvia, an uncle Leo, and a cousin Jeffrey for all intents and purposes. Isn't that bizarre and crazy? You're living in the Seinfeld universe, dude. I think I might be in a Seinfeld sim. What what character would be closest to you in the Seinfeld? Putty? Would you be a putty? <laughs> you're, well, built I'm like, a, I'm you're built a like Rangers a putty. Fan. You're built like a putty. He's a Devils fan, though. I'm a big Rangers fan. That's true. That's there. true. Yeah, but it's still hockey. It's still hockey. Yeah, yeah, still hockey. I'd probably putty. I'm a big doofus, you know? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying you're, you're, shape, you're a big guy. That's a putty type thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's tough, man. I don't. I don't know. What about you? Uh, I would, I, I, most people would say, "Yeah, fuck you." Fucking <laughs> bearded Newman. He was, he Newman. He Newman broke up with her. <laughs> I've looked into his eyes. He's pure evil. <laughs> He's pure evil. <laughs> um, wow, that's amazing, dude. You were closer. I, I, you were closer than you ever even realized. I, I've been holding on to that one for seven days, and it's been killing me. I've been crawling out of my skin with that one. <laughs> But it just That's let great. me down. So I, I had to do this uh, college show, the Zoom show last night for this co- Canadian college, Bishop University. Sweet kids, the Gators. Uh, now, uh, a bunch of sweet kids. They're very nice people up there. Sweet kids. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're called the Gators, not, the ga- not like the cousin of the crocodile Gators. It's literally like G-A-I-T-E-R, like the neck Gators we've been wearing in pandemic. Oh, really? That's, That's their mascot name. Yeah. It was the weirdest thing. I, how is that intimidating? That's why Canada it's sucks. Not. I made a whole joke. I did 10 minutes on it. <laughs> yeah. That's why Canada, they're like, they, that's, I, I, I used to do a joke, but like, they almost get it right. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, we'll be called the Gators. And you're like, oh, like the alligator? They're like, no. <laughs> like, just like that thing that like, goes in your mouth, like yeah, that exactly. And A neck warmer. Yeah. Um, and anyway, they, uh, their colors are very NYU colors, which is like purple and white, like violet, essentially. Yeah. And it got me thinking, and this happens to me so much. It ha- got me thinking about my favorite, I think, Jerry Seinfeld girlfriend, top five at least, oh, is I, I, Sharon. I mean, yes. Sharon from NYU. She's my favorite. She's my favorite the whole time. Yeah. I love oh. her in the outing. And then that episode comes on last night. No, it's like, I'm living in this weird fucking Seinfeld simulation, dude. You're like the omen for the Seinfeld right now. You're, just, you're, just, you're, just, um, you're just materializing all this Seinfeld folklore, and it's really weird, man. It really weirded me out, dude. The, the that episode is great. Now oh, I can't figure man. out. Do you think her accent is real, or that's her fake version of a New York accent? That's a good question. I don't know if there was an actress choice that didn't work out so well because, like, they never said like, "Oh, they like." She's like, "It's my name's it's Sharon from NYU," but it's really right. thick. But I'm like, I don't think that's what what I don't think that's how she talks though. Like, an actor really can't talk like that and be an actor. Right, right. Maybe yeah. Maybe she uh, made a choice as an actress for the part. There's a really sexy part of when she he goes he goes i was immediately attracted to you you remind me of lois lane yeah, yeah. And she bites her lip in the episode and it's uh, one of the hottest things ever in any <laughs> it's so sexy that she does it <laughs> yeah i'm gonna have a cousin sharon next thing next time i go home my mom's yeah, gonna be yeah. showing me photos yeah a, a so, lost cousin sharon who writes just, from, who's a journalist yeah yeah 
just a whole bunch of weird Seinfeld coincidences going on in my life. But I, I, I can't believe my Uncle Leo and Jeffrey. That took, I sw- I'm not making that up. I swear to God, I wouldn't lie to you, fellas, or you find people out there listening. Dimwit Nation, I wouldn't do that. It's, it's 100% true. And I was just itching to tell you guys. I couldn't fucking wait to tell it. But um, uh, Oh, my God. That's funny, dude. That's fucking great. Yeah. You know, apparently, Norman was telling me about a lost episode of Seinfeld that they posted what? online. An episode they purposely didn't release because it wasn't funny. Really? And then years later, it got released. I haven't seen it yet, but he's like, it's he's like, it's almost not worth watching. It's not good. But oh, I'm like, I'd be still I can't imagine. I still not. I can't imagine not watching it. I yeah, of like, course. You know, I gotta watch it at some point. I would love to see that. And yeah, uh, maybe we I can, would maybe love to see I why. Absolutely, they uh, why they held it back because so it was far. bad. Wait, yeah. is that it? What is that right there? Oh, Bishop. Oh, that's the college. Also, yeah, that's what it is. Why do they? It, yeah, is they were, what is that? Yeah, is that they just, were telling me that that's the actual a neck gator is the ones that we've been wearing, you know, in pandemic times. Oh. The, an actual gator is that like foot covering thing that you see from like colonial times. Thank oh. you much. Lee, thanks. Yeah, apparently, Lee. bishops would wear them all the time, and so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Leave it to Canada to name your ferocious team after a clothing item. Dude, I'm telling you, I I riffed on it for 48 minutes. <laughs> the yeah. Saskatchewan ascots. <laughs> the the, the, Mo- the Montreal uh, brassiers. Yeah. Fucking annoying. Yeah. The Newfoundland shoelaces. <laughs> The new Finland puffy shirts. Yeah. <laughs> Which would make sense. Um, oh, well, that's, dude, you are so in tune with the Seinfeld universe. I'm so excited really for you. Out. So, would you, so you had that, with that dream, you, would you wake up like, oh my God, I, that's, it was like, it was like one of those like vivid dreams. It was super vivid. It, it was one of those ones that felt like it was a long time. Like we were, uh, yeah, I'm not going to bore everybody with all the, like the details of my dreams, but it, it just felt like, you know, one of those dreams where you have a full day. Of doing stuff, yes. And then you wake yeah. up. You know, I don't have too many of those, to be honest. I've been having them uh, pretty vividly a lot lately. Did you eat I don't cheese know what before you went to bed? Did I eat any cheese before I went to bed? No, I ate some brownie brittle. <laughs> Just so good. good. Um, cheese. I heard cheese. Cheese. <laughs> That's old school. Um, I was talking about old school yesterday too. This is a fucking weird. That's so weird. Um, cheese. Supposedly they say the cultures and cheese. Uh, like it's like uh-huh. you know they're they're aged or they're whatever you call it. They're, it's fermented, so it messes with the chemicals in your brain and it makes you have like really vivid weird dreams. Supposedly, I don't think I had cheese at all yesterday. I had some salad and chicken for dinner, and then I had a little uh, brownie brittle snack before I went to bed. What I have for lunch. I don't remember. Oh, I had pizza for lunch. I had uh, leftover pizza. I might have been it. See, I'm telling you, sometimes cheese just does that. Yeah, cheese, yeah. dude. It's so weird. I was ta- I was texting Greg Stone yesterday, and uh, we're there's this new deli that I've told you about many times. Uh, the former Andrew and Frank's deli was our go to place right in our neighborhood on 23rd Avenue in Queens. A lot of people like Sal, Chris, and Charlie's. This was the uh, you know Geno's versus competition, yeah. The story of delis, A and F closed. The guy retired before COVID pandemic. He just goes, I just want to go spend time with my family and live my life. And we were heartbroken as fatsos are. And uh, one of the neighborhood restaurants has opened it up again. It has it's not opened yet? But here's Shawnee. They're calling it Slaps. 
as in like this place slaps like millennial speak oh i don't even i don't even know that's how old i am i don't even know what slaps is yeah it's like uh, show me it's like uh oh that's really cool that place slaps you know like this song slaps yeah yeah like like, it's it's awesome or something yeah but they're calling it is Is that it mike yeah my my dad did my dad like vocabulary Yes, no, the, the the kids are saying that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Hey, kids, how's the movie? Does it slap? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. I used to stand for this deli. That's one I have no <laughs> idea what I'm talking about. Well, you know, I know where that's you know that's from. No. Oh, it's from the Eminem song "Stan." I don't know it. Remember Stan about the it's Devin Sliwa is in the or whatever. Not Sliwa. That's the, the other guy. Devin Curtis? Sawa is in the um. He's in the the video and he's writing a letter and he goes. Dear Mr. I'm too blah, 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 blah. Please don't go to the. But I don't know what's an old Stan song. Is. Oh, Stan is his name in the video, in the song, and he's like a psychotic fan, and he kills his wife and kid or his. Oh, uh, so if you're a big fan of something, you stand. You stand you're a fan. It. Yeah. Ah. It's kind of a throwback, but they're using Stan as a verb. Okay. Well, I then I then I stand A and F, but I do not stand slaps. Is it bad? It's not open yet, but they oh. started to put they put like graffiti paint job and oh, this big God. like porky pig looking character. But oh the name God. alone leads me to I'm just like, oh, slaps Astoria. Come on, dude. Uh, I thought maybe slaps would have been like a reference to like slapping some meat on a sandwich and, and serving it to you. I take that in a heartbeat. <laughs> I know the guy too. It's like uh, the Ornella Trattoria. It's the son, Gio. He's a big comedy fan. He knows all of us. He knows you. He knows me. He loves everybody. Really? Comedians. Yeah. And I want to talk to him and be like, Gio, what the hell are you naming this? This is a beloved, revered place. Don't mess with it. <laughs> I, I, I think it's going to be a good Italian deli. I'll tell, yeah, tell you right now. You just said his name was Gino. Was Gino? G-O, G-I-O. Yeah, even better. Get, get that guinea in there to make me an yeah. amazing sandwich. I'll tell you right no, now. I'll, the- I'll, I'll, forgive, I'll forgive the name Slaps if, <laughs> if, if this place is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I agree. But, so it's in uh, the same spot? It's in the same spot. Same spot. It's going to be an Italian deli again. So I was texting Greg about this. I mean, we were in this place every single day because it's uh, three blocks from our collect. It's right in the middle of both of our apartments. And so have you ever heard of DeFontes in Brooklyn? Yes, I have. I was texting Greg. I'm like, we should just go one day just to, you know, prepare ourselves. And uh, <laughs> well, never that, that might be the fattest sentence I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Why would you need to prepare yourself for, for, yeah, for yeah. Italian deli? Listen, it's, just so we know how to eat sandwiches again, we should go, <laughs> let's go on a practice run yeah. to go eat this sandwich and figure it out. You don't want to go in. Just eat. It's like I haven't skied in a few years. You don't want to go right to the fucking <laughs> yeah, quick yeah. Alp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to take a couple day trips to the small Those two activities, yeah. Guess what? Eating like a fat piece of shit is, is like riding a bike, okay? There's no, you just know how to do it. Right. <laughs> He's like, listen, I, you know, I haven't had pizza in months. I really should go get myself a whole pie. So I don't look like a fucking idiot. When I'm eating this pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, so he never heard of it before because there used to be one. In, there was one uh, right next to the stand. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's great. And, it's, it's a great deli. Uh, somebody posted one. I was like, we should go here. Let's, let's well, just take a field trip one day. And he was like, it looks glorious. And I sent back. The fucking uh, old school says the old school (laughs) gif. It was like when Will Ferrell gets hit and he's knocked down. He's like, I see blue. Yeah. He looks glorious. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I'm going to say an even fatter thing than you. I'm going to say, uh, you just All told right. me a little story about Delhi. And I go, you, you, please let me know when you're going because I will take a pilgrimage to go to DeFonte. Absolutely. That's no. how good of a fucking di- the Delhi it is. 
It's going to be a big fat guy road trip here. <laughs> it's going to be great. I am putting, ever since I've gotten LASIK, I've put on like 15 pounds. Why? Can you see the food better? I, I guess I can see my food clearly. <laughs> Things look even more delicious and you can't turn them down? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a winter time, man. It is just always this way. Yeah. I'm yeah. like a groundhog. Once spring comes, I go, I got to get back to uh, fighting weight here. But boy, oh boy. Yeah, you have to get back to your um, yeah to your your boxing uh, shape. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Well, speaking of winter time, it's and like I do these kicks where even though we have a movie podcast, I'll try to watch as much as I can. But I really need to be in the mood to watch something. Uh, and I went on a freaking free for all this week. I watched like four really? or five movies. So did yeah. I. Yeah, did you watch a bunch? A bunch. I watched a couple of new ones, and then I, I watched. watched. I watched a wreck from you that I loved. Oh, great! I can't wait. And I, I texted. Watched. I texted you about it. I got nothing back from the kid. I'm like, hey man, I, I watched your your um, recommendation. I I, uh, I think I I remember. I was out Friday. I was too. I was like Michael Scott. I was too excited. If I if I wrote you back, I was going to spill the Jeffrey beans. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say it for the pod. <laughs> but uh, um, I also watched three new things, and I rewatched an oldie, but a goodie. What was the what was one of the new things that you watched? Uh, I watched two new things and w- one old thing I'd never seen before, and then I rewatched something. The old new one I watched was Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, George Clooney's directing. Debut. Oh, I heard it's great. It's about what's his name? Um, it's about uh, Greg, not Greg Barris. Uh, um, <laughs> Greg Barris is a comic. Uh, yeah, uh, it's Barris, Chuck though. Barris, Chuck, Chuck Barris. Chuck Barris. Uh, yeah, yeah, the guy who yeah. created the Gong Show, created the dating game, and claimed that he was also a CIA killer. Yes, and then there's no proof of this, correct? Yeah, no, none whatsoever. And of course, the CIA denies it. But uh, Sam Rockwell plays Chuck Barris. It was fun. It was interesting. Clooney does a decent job in his uh, directorial debut. And um, it was just, yeah, fun little ride. I had no idea about that story at all before. Uh, It's from like 2002. I was just flipping around and it was on. I went, I'll give this a watch. So I enjoyed that. That happens to me a lot. I kind of I had to think too that, that these two things that have been out for a while, but and they they're related that I watched that I and it, I that I was like they it was just on. I had that YouTube TV and now YouTube TV just suggests things to me because yeah. it's like it's like YouTube. It just finds what you like and then I suggest and they're like right now I so I watched the Equalizer and the Equalizer two with Denzel Washington. Oh, I've never seen either. The first one is fantastic. Second one's okay. It's like it's like. You know what happens sometimes, even when you have like decent sequels to action movies, they'll be like ten percent as less less good less fun as the first one. It's like that kind of thing. It's almost like it's it's like a formula or something. It's almost like they're doing it on purpose. Like they're like mm-hmm. we can't make this as good as the first one. Like it's like that kind of you know. Right, um, right, right. So you know what it's like to me. I really love Man on Fire. You've seen a Man on Fire, I'm guessing. Oh, I love Man on Fire. It's like Man on Fire light. It's like Man on Fire, but okay. he's yeah, dude, I'll go on record and saying as great as Denzel is, he makes the same movie over and over again. Yeah, I think he's like uh, thinking of retirement. I think that's what it's. And also, I he mean, did, he's been going on for a while now. It's what just, was the one he did? The, the uh, fences with the, 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 the play that they, they made into. He does Malcolm X. He played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did Malcolm X. He did so many of that like. Oh, uh, but now he's kind of fallen. But like, here's the thing. 
like Robert De Niro does the same shit too. You know, like like he kind of oh, did the same shit I for mean, a while too, and he Nero. kind of ruined himself. At least Denzel is still known. Know. Like, man, you're amazing in everything that you do. Yeah. Like, look at wow. Training Day. Training Day itself, nobody wanted to nominate it for shit. Denzel won for Training Day, right? For, for I, yeah, but I, and I also think that was a makeup. Sorry, we didn't give it to you for something else. You know, because I don't so? think Training Day is that great. He's great in it, dude. He's he badass. Really good, but he's just being Denzel. He's that character in every movie. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. But he's but he's so like he's so magnetic. Like he's so he like, is magnetic. You want to watch him? Like he like you know like even you know and in in this second one, Equalizer two, they have this like this moment between him and this kid from the neighborhood that he's trying they, like the gangs are trying to swallow this kid up, and then he like <laughs> it's so funny because. That's not even the main plot of the movie. It's kind of a side plot of him just like so. Before he goes, and, like it's almost like he's such a badass in those movies that before he goes and does like the main plot stuff, he just stops off and saves this kid from a gang, like like easily. <laughs> like he just goes over, grabs him from inside the gang, and all the gang, this gang is like they have like all these guns around and everything, and then they leave. And the minute they leave, nobody goes after them. They all just look at each other and go, "Who was that guy?" <laughs> like, oh, like, this weird, like this weird moment. I'm like, guys, you have guns. Like go chase after him with your gun. <laughs> the equalizer they were, they were just like man that was weird huh like it was just like gee god hey, that was weird <laughs> hey is it me or did we just get equalized <laughs> i don't know about did you we? fellas Are, <laughs> crazy i don't know about you fellas but i feel equalized <laughs> I, I, we I feel all feel like, the same right now <laughs> are we all equal so that was the second one. So the second one had a lot of these like tropes that kind of didn't pan out or whatever it is. The first one just got kind of paper the- towels, save child from gang, <laughs> bring home milk. <laughs> yeah, it was just on his list of errands. <laughs> He's like, it takes a little bit longer. He's like, listen, I got to get to the post office. Can I just murder you guys now? And then I, I'm here to equalize. Just guys, just, guys, you know, I got to get this. It's priority mail. If I'm not there by five, can we do this equalizing now? <laughs> like pretty soon if you get to the point that Denzel is just gonna his character in the movies, he's gonna walk into a room of gang members, they're gonna go, Oh shit, it's Denzel, and just drop their guns. Like they're just gonna- <laughs> his wife has a has a big work event that night and he's late to it. And she's looking at she walks in, she looks at his she goes, Where were you? I was I had to equalize you, Johnny. <laughs> and then I hit traffic on the four oh five. <laughs> you, know, you think you're doing some good in this world, and your wife's angry at you. Not some fucking got her hands on her hips. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she has that like she hands on her hips. The quintessential like pointing yeah, the to the p- watch <laughs> thing. Uh, I'll equalize you if you don't get to the party on time. <laughs> yeah. June, you know my mother told me not to get involved with an equalizer. <laughs> my mother said I should have married the butcher. Why couldn't you marry? <laughs> Fred the Butcher. You had to go with an equalizer. He'll never be home. He'll come home with blood all over him. It might be body parts in your freezer. You never know what's going to happen. I mean, you can make the same case for a butcher, but still. Actually, you know what? That's really true. I was like, which one are you describing? (laughs) One's good blood. One's bad blood. Uh Oh, my God. That's so funny. Well, I've never seen him, but uh, I'm always down for it's perfect if I'm at my house and if you're at your house, yeah. and like a 
you, your vegging out kind of movie where you're like, all right, this is fun to watch. You know? Right, right, right. You won't agree with me on this because I know your philosophy about commercials, but you know I have a thing where some movies are better with commercials. This is one of those movies. Very interesting. Because it, like, it has that. I don't see how that's in, ever possible. It, it lives in that space in my head of like, oh, the quality of this movie is a I'm watching this on TV movie. So I'm going to I'm almost waiting for commercials to happen. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying I like commercials. Nobody likes commercials, but you I'm so I'm so like taught to like know like to, to right. expect commercials that I'm like, yes, Equalizer is something I'd watch on TV. Like I have this rote thing in my brain of like, sure, sure. So I'm, uh, this will be my bathroom break and I go uh-huh. and I take a break and I go back and watch it. You know, yeah, all, all things being equal. Uh, I'd rather see this movie with commercials. <laughs> Uh, well, that's fun. I'll, I'll give him a whirl if I see him on. Uh, I'll, I'll go to my other my rewatch. I rewatched Inside Lewin Davis. Okay, and and what's the, what was your hold on? No, let me I, ask you this before you start. Okay, what, your first first time you saw it, what was your what was your opinion? What your I opinion? appreciated it. Didn't outright love it at the time. Okay, and now I'm starting to come around as the Coens do for me a lot. Yeah. I will, by the third viewing, go, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, the Coens, like, obviously, I love the classics right away. But, like, something like Miller's Crossing or, like, Barton Fink, I kind of put it in those, uh, in that regard, where it just took me, like, the, uh, uh, 10 minutes in, I'm laughing my ass off, going, this is fucking fantastic. This yeah, like like stuff was a little bit lost on you the first time that you're like, oh, right, now I kind of right, get right, it more. Right. Yeah. Maybe it's a, maybe, you know what, you, you ever think of this, Andy? Yeah, and maybe it's, this is part of it. You think it's a time of life change thing? Like like, a, like an age thing? Like you're like. 100%. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of what's going on in your life when you watch something for the first time sure. has to do with the way you, you feel about a movie. Then you watch it, because I don't know, that was what? 2013 i think yes it's almost uh, 10 years ago yeah and it's been a while since i watched it and who knows what the hell i was doing then but i agree totally that that could have a big impact on the way you feel about a movie yeah um, and especially because i always go in with to a new coen brothers movie super hyped up you know so like i didn't love hail caesar the first time i saw it and i haven't watched it since it's been a few years now so maybe i'll go back and have different feelings you know i, I that's the only one that i i watched it twice and i never came around on it yeah yeah I, 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 I mean that's one of the ones that i never came around on right that we're due for new cones aren't we it's been a few. so yeah so let me but but you know the last one was phenomenal oh yeah Oh, that's right. Fuck it, Buster Scruggs. I forgot. Buster Scruggs was that was a few years ago. But the um, yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. You know, you know what it is. It went straight to Netflix, so we don't even think of right. The, yeah. Um, right. Let me ask you: that. Are you a stand now for Luann Lan? I don't know <laughs> if I am. If I stand for Lewin, but I, mm-hmm. I, I, it slaps a little bit. And also, what's his name is a bigger name now, so that this might set him. This, this set Oscar Isaac's career. Yes, it did. But nobody knew he, like he's great in it. I remember thinking he's great in it, but now I know him more, you know. Yeah. You're more familiar with him, so it might make it great more career. Like, great career. He's a great actor. Really good. Really great movie. Actor. Yeah. The, um, um he he's he's awesome, uh, and the Coens are awesome. So that, that's just a recipe for success. You know, it's like yeah. that kind of thing. Uh I like I should do the same that you did because I feel like the age I'm at now, I might appreciate it more or something. Like I might Especially what's going on now, like even with comedy and with everything, like I, I think maybe, maybe I would be more into it, you know? Yeah, 
Shawnee, I want you to uh, start talking about your next one because I got to go grab a visual aid. I guess I got to walk okay. off the camera for two seconds. So you introduce your next topic. Well, I'll talk about the. Before, I want you to be present for the for the one that the recommendation I can, I can that I hear want. you. I just want to. Uh, grab oh yeah. It. So what I will say, I one thing I watched and I I still it's still great is Jerry Maguire. You know that's another one that I haven't it's seen. Very nineties. It's very '90s, but it's it's very it's becoming like nostalgic. Jerry Maguire, like even when they the Cameron Crow thing. Like actually, this is not like a, a thing he uses, but all the time. But when he has the thing about his his mentor agent giving the the words of encouragement during the movie, that just yeah. that reeks of the '90s to me. Like that reeks of the '90s. I know the kind of the corny, the, 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 it's very Cameron Crowish, the whole thing. Um, but I did enjoy it. Like I think it's, it's it's it was like a simpler it's a simpler love movie, a simpler romantic movie. Yeah. And um, it you know things happen very fast in it. They get married very fast. In, in right. the movie. Um, and Tom, it's like also I'll tell you right now. I was thinking this as I'm watching it. That's the point. Like that's mm, maybe it was a little bit later than this. But I think if you ask most women when they thought stop they they lost their love for Tom Cruise, it was after Jerry Maguire. I think. Like Jerry Maguire was one of the last movies where people were obsessed with Tom Cruise. Yeah, well, I mean, he was doing the Mission Impossible's right around then too, late mid to late nineties. But yeah, I guess he wasn't like a. But then not too far after that, anymore. I forget what year with the, with the Katie Holmes thing when he jumped on the couch. Oh god! And people were like, "You're a kook," and then they realized how much he was into Scientology, and then he went from like this like. It was also the last. Yeah. He was a great product of. The less information you know about your heroes or your or your, or your crushes, <laughs> yeah. uh, the the better. Because then you find out he's like three foot four. Like you know, like it's like that. <laughs> yeah. People people got were like, oh, he's really tiny. Like they, like the movies. Because I was even looking to see like Renee Zellweger. I think is tiny, but she's he's taller than her in this. Or they put lifts or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're if you're a woman watching the Tom Cruise movies from back then, you're like, oh my god, like you don't have much information about him. And the more information people got about Tom Cruise, they were like. All right, fuck this nut. This guy's out of his mind. <laughs> yeah, but I don't. But I, I actually don't. I've heard stories about him. Like I don't think he's. You know, I'm not saying the guy's a bad guy. I'm just saying that I think he's a guy. Like I've heard stories about. Like you know, we talked about the whole Magnolia thing about like how his yeah. his plotline in Magnolia was his life. I think he's just a guy who's always been looking for something, and then he found it, and then there was totally. a, there was power associated with it, and he, like I, I can go to anybody's head. You know, I agree 100. percent So before we go on in the movie reviews for this week, I. This was one of those quarantine purchases I don't remember buying. And then it came like three months later and I was like, oh, yeah, you do that a lot. Well, I have a drinking problem. <laughs> <laughs> but this is kind of cool. It's uh, it's the it's the uh, no! describe what it is for people. So it's the if you we were at VHS tapes, the, the covers, the spines of VHS tapes that they were lined up in your shelves. I've got the Coen Brothers, not all their movies, but Blood Simple, Raising Arizona, Miller's Crossing, Barton Fink, Hudsucker Proxy, Fargo, Big Lebowski, uh, Oh Brother, Art Thou, No Country, and Inside Lewin Davis. So it's kind of a throwback VHS spines that's uh, cool. poster. Put it in the camera because I want to see the whole thing. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Oh, I dig that. That's awesome. And they're like the original boxes they would have came in. Yeah, yeah. So I got to okay. find a place for that. There's a guy. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the podcast. I might have. I was dying to have him do something for the po the podcast. I wanted to, I wanted him to design something when we used to call it "Defend Your Movie." He has a, an account on Instagram called uh, at 
I am Steelberg, S-T-I-A-M-S-T-E-E-L-B-E-R-G. And what he does, he takes modern movies, movies that came out like straight to Netflix, yeah. and he makes them look like he may make them look like um a late blockbuster tape with the name of it on it or something like that, or taking the graphic from the that movie. That is cool. And then making it an old VHS tape, like almost like how that poster is, but all beat up. Like you had it in your collection for like three years. Yeah, I like that stuff. Really cool. And he does like these art pieces and then, and then he takes pictures of it and puts it on Instagram. And I wanted to have him do something for, I think I either asked him for the podcast or for Midnight Run or something just so I could have it as a piece. Yeah. And I, I, but, I, but I think it would have been, I'm like, I'm like afraid to find out how much it would be. There we go. Oh, that's yeah, that's that. super cool. Look oh, that's that revenant. Is Isn't that cool? He makes it look like, and I'm talking like, like almost how me, we, we were talking about, like we talk about old video stores. He'll do versions of that. That's what that is. So nice. the revenant, which came out like 2011 to, or, or whatever it was, 2013 or something. Um, he has like an old copy right stuff. now. Really cool. Really, really cool. Instagram account. Steelberg. <laughs> I am Steelberg. Yeah. Um, I am. Cool All right, cool. I I A M S T E E L B E R G. Oh, I thought it was like Steelberg, as in like uh, it's kind of stealing, but not really. Um, like what? Senor Spielbergo. Oh, Steven Spielberg's. Mexican oh, Spielberg. Party. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> that is super cool. Um, but let's get oh, to that, uh, that is what it is. Oh, okay. that is what it is. It's got to be. I am Spielberg. I'm not Spielberg. I'm stealing these. That's what I thought. Yes, I I did not realize that was the point <laughs> of the fucking name. Oh, that was good. Good catch. All right, thanks. Yeah, I am Spielberg. B e r g. Right? Is that what I? That's what I said. B e r. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah. Steven so. Spielberg's not available. So then, get me his non-union Mexican counterpart. <laughs> Steven <you're> Spielberg. <laughs> Schindler is, Schindler is bueno. Mr. Burns is Del Diablo. <laughs> um, oh, what do you want to say, Mike? Oh, Mike came in the audio and then he left. Well, um, he's leaving you high and dry. What you call it? So the 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 wreck that you gave me, and of course I was going to watch this one because it has to do with. Um, the paranormal and, and aliens. Uh, you watch Save Yourselves? Yes, Save Yourselves. See, I watched it the other day and I loved it. Isn't it I fun? Absolutely, it's really fun. And I'll tell you, man, like it's it's really it's so, it's so funny. Like, I it, it, uh, there's a couple of reasons I loved it. I thought the I thought the actors were great, and it yep. was like, and it also the good thing about it is with all like the bullshit that goes, I feel like comedy is like really divided now with like with all politics, bullshit and all this kind of stuff. And one thing that it was definitely the hipster arm of comedy that made that movie, sure. you know, like sure. the very progressive hipster arm of comedy, but they were making fun of that shit in the movie. And that was, yeah, it was self-aware enough. Yeah. Yeah. It was really self-aware. And to me, part of me was like, Oh, this is actually really great that like they're just they're not they're not on a podcast yelling about freedom of speech. They're just making funny shit. And like, yeah, they might have their opinions, but they're they're also like they're they're goofing on themselves as well. Yeah, like it was a yeah. very they weren't super uptight. They're not tweeting about uh like you know what whatever opinion or whatever it is. They're just making con they're making um art that is super funny and relatable, but also like kind of gets their point across, but also like making fun of how ridiculous yeah, satirizing it. Yeah, satirizing it a little bit. Yeah. Um, and and there's people that we know. My, our friend Joe Firestone is in it. You know Joe, yep. don't you? Yep. Yeah, sure. 
She was there for a couple of seconds. And then the other actors, I think I met the guy, John, I think I might have met him once. They're very hipstery, like in New York yeah. comedy, very hipstery people, but very, nice people. Well, I, the people I know. Nice people. Nice people. But I loved it because I, lo I love the storyline that it was like this, like you told it already, but the couple going away for a couple's weekend. Uh, and yeah, then the devices and the social world media. gets attacked by aliens. But the cool part about it was the aliens that are attacking are just these furry things. Like they're just yeah, like yeah. these harmless-looking furball things. And the cool part about it is they were still able to try to kind of make the the things kind of freaky, even though they're just little furry yeah, yeah. things. Like 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 the way they shot it was really whoever directed it was great because they made it like I didn't at certain points you were waiting for things to jump out that really kind of didn't, but you had the suspense going on, you know, like uh -huh. it was just kind of once that once it was revealed that it was furry things, you weren't like, oh, this is dumb. It, it kind of worked. It worked for the whole vibe of it, you know? Yeah, I agree. So it's definitely worth like it. to check out because I think it's I think it's pretty, pretty independent because it's just on Hulu. Uh, right, I think it's on Hulu, right? Yeah, uh, oh, no, no, no. one of the streamers, I of, uh, Amazon, right. maybe, uh, maybe Amazon. And uh, and it was like it seems like it was like a movie that you know could use a little bit of people checking it out. So, check out Save Yourself. Yeah, and Andy already told lot. you because he was smart enough to watch it weeks ago. You know, <laughs> I, I'm just searching for stuff to watch. I really feel like I am getting down to the dregs, and uh, that brings up my next film that I watched. Uh, Fat Man. <laughs> oh, you did. So, so you rented it. I rented it. Uh, hold on, really, before you start, we, we talked about it, right? Didn't we talk about? Oh no, someone. Yeah, we watched the trailer. It. We watched the trailer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it was like this is so ridiculous. It's uh, Mel Gibson basically plays Santa Claus, and a disgruntled child hires an assassin to kill Santa because he gets you know coal. It, right. it, it starts out. As a phenomenally fun idea, yeah, and then it just doesn't really deliver because Walter Goggins is it who is phenomenal in everything he does. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, and he's he's, he's, he's part of the Tarantino world now. Walter Goggins. Yeah, and he's great in this, and the cast is good, and even is, these, hold on, is, is Walter Goggins the other the assassin sent? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes, and the idea is fun, and the way they kind of make. Santa a part of the everyday world, but also still have his Santa Claus type powers is very cool. And they have a thing where the military kind of gets involved with Santa Claus. It was it was all done right up until the end when you just go, oh, that's it. And so I, ah, that sucks. it was just kind of a oh, we're over and that's it. That was all. Everything else was great. I was like, oh, this is enjoyable. This could be a fun Christmas movie. But then it just has such a a, a mediocre ending where you just go, oh, I, I don't know what happened. Like, they really could have made it great because everything was there. And Gibson's great in it. Walter Goggins is great. The little kid is great. They've got this whole weird, this little evil kid. It's really kind of a fun and unique idea and story. And then it just ends so is there like a no culmination towards the end like is there no i'm trying not to give any spoilers but it's just a very blase ending oh, where you sucks. just went oh i guess that's it's like they really got lazy or they had to rush something at the end because it just <laughs> felt like you could have done this so much better and it would have made the movie 10 times more fun and really i everything was going great and then you just went oh man I'll tell you, man, that 
that rings the, the thing that rings true all the time is like these kind of movies make you realize it's really hard to make a good movie. It's yeah, really, yeah. it's really hard to make a movie that's good all the way through. Like I'm not, you can't really knock the people. Like you know, things get involved. Like making a movie is such a process. Even when you find out so much behind the scenes stuff about like stuff happening by chance. Like like look at the famous ones, like the Jaws, uh, mechanical shark right, right, one, right. Or, or stuff like that. It's like that stuff works out. But a lot nine times out of ten, you probably have issues where hey, we couldn't get this thing, or or we, re- we had too many guys rewrite the script, so it became kind of lackluster and shitty, yeah. and or you know. It, it, that's it's such a freaking souffle of 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 uh, you know of of all these elements of coming back and forth into like the perfect movie or whatever and then on top of it people are looking at it with a subjective eye so it's like you know you, you're saying that which i trust your opinion but somebody could watch it and go i thought it was a great ending it was it was different than they nah, blah, 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 blah. you never know the landing man it, yeah, they yeah that's yeah landing. that happens a lot yeah it's like an snl sketch i do that a lot on snl yeah yeah i'm it's telling you like i was the brand going, at this point yeah i was watching it going this is a fun christmas movie and this is a cool idea and then it was just like oh man come on and it wasn't like a huge disappointment it was just i well i guess it was a disappointment because i did want it i did want more and i wanted a better ending and uh yeah it just kind of goes away and you're just like oh man that's a bummer i guess they could maybe lead into a sequel but i don't know it just got it was just um i don't know it was kind of i wasn't gonna i was gonna say like kind of cool to see mel gibson back because you forget like as much as he seems like a piece of shit, he does. He is a great actor. He, he does pull off these roles. <laughs> like he was perfect in this movie. You're like, yeah. he's like a great fucking Santa. And he's doing this thing now where he's picking roles that are perfect of what right, the dude, was perfect for what this movie was. Yes, right, right. Like because he kind of plays Santa as a bad. I don't want to give too much away, but he kind of plays like a blue collar Santa where yeah. like. Yeah, they're kind of going broke, and they need like the government to help them. It, it, and like he did it really well. Um, so it, this movie was not what you expected it to be when you when you started it. No, when I first watched that trailer, I was like, "This is absurd." And yeah. then uh, I started reading reviews because I was like, "If I'm going to spend five ninety nine on this, let me just make sure." And even the reviews were not that great. But I went. I got nothing else to watch. Yeah, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. And I did overall enjoy it, but I said they didn't stick the landing. So I'm going to give it uh, three, three and a half Fiori fingers out of five. Well, I want to also ask a question. I don't really have an answer for this yet. I, or oh, I guess right answer. There's a two part question. One mm-hmm. is. And I want I want to put this out there to the to the DYM nation. If you don't know already, which you should, if you listen to the show, we have an Instagram and we have a podcast. Uh, it, both are at the DYM podcast. Uh, that's the handle. Check it out at the DYM podcast. There's there it is right there on the screen. Uh, do us a favor. First question is this: You can answer one of two, or you can answer both. Do I get to play? You can absolutely play. I would like oh, you. To, okay, yeah. Great. One is if there's one movie ending you could change, which one is it, and, and how would you change it? Just one. And the second one is, what is your what is your favorite movie ending of all time? And oh. what I really would love to do is, if, if people who are on Instagram, do me a favor, film it off the TV for us and put it in your stories and tag us, tag at the DYM podcast, and, and then we'll we'll get the we'll write back and we'll share it. Uh, your favorite moment and an ending of a movie it has to be the ending of a movie. This is um, hard. Yeah, it's really, really hard because there's a lot of these classic endings. But when I even when I just thought of the question, I was like, which one would I would I 
what I use. And one of them that comes up in my brain right away, which I think is because it's such an emotional ending is too. Uh, planes, trains and automobiles probably has one of the uh, best endings. Ever I, hate ever that, I hate that shot montage though, of like the woman, the wife on the stairs. It's just, I don't know. It's it was before the trope. It was before the trope. It, it, right. it, right. trope. it wasn't, that wasn't a thing back then. That it was, was, it was a trailblazer. Then it was a trailblazer. It was a trailblazer, but it's so come on. I cried when I first saw that. <laughs> you know? I, my, I go to this movie a lot. Because uh, I love the ending so much, but again, uh, <laughs> and this makes this kind of ties into another thing that I just thought of uh, is ra- is raising Arizona, the dream sequence of him speaking over his yes. his ideal because all, all they wanted was a family the whole time, and so his final dream is uh, just this beautiful scene of these elderly couple and their children and their grandchildren all coming to visit them and they're sharing this big meal and he goes and I want it seemed like us. And it seemed like it was real, a place where everyone is strong, you know, and, and all all parents are strong and all children are beloved. And he goes, it seemed like Arizona. And then it blah, blah, blah. He goes, I don't know. Maybe it was Utah. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. And then this, this Cohen Brothers dark humor ending. That's yeah. one of my favorite ones of all time. And I'll tell you the other one. Well, that- before you say that really quickly, I want to say this. Do you realize this? Raising Arizona and 25th Hour have the same ending? Oh yeah, <laughs> they kind of do. They kind of do. If you put them next to each other, somebody do that for us. Somebody put "Raising Arizona" funny. That montage and "Twenty Fifth Hours" montage because they both have narration, and it's what it's like. What would have been? What would have yeah. been? That's a good one. The other one that just popped into my head was uh, "It Makes Me Cry Every Time" is American Beauty. It's not my favorite ending, but it's a great ending. It's also and I know we I know we all we we don't like Kevin Spacey now and all that stuff. But, no, you know, but we can yeah yeah. It's a when he repeats his daughter's name when like when he's describing how you die he's like they say your life flashes before you and Nancy goes it's not like that at all it's drawn out over time and then he uh, he says and Caroline and then it shots to his daughter when she's really young and he goes and Janie and then it shoots her as an adult and he goes and Janie the the second Janie <laughs> <laughs> me dude. <laughs> It fucking brings out the waterworks. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. So what I want you guys to do is please tweet at us the, the best endings in a movie that you think. And 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 uh, also Instagram users, uh, film it off your screen if you have the if you have the movie or if it's on Netflix or what Amazon ending do you stand? What ending do you stand? Yeah, exactly. What ending do you? What's ending slaps? Yeah. Which slaps, bro? <laughs> Which ending slaps? Um, and let us know. And then also, because I don't have an answer for this one yet, but I want to come back next week. I'm going to do it as homework. Uh, which ending would you that you don't like for a movie that you would change, and how would you change it? Like a famous movie or one that you love that everybody might know. Planet and of the you, Apes. I'll come back with mine next. What'd you say? Planet of the Apes. Goes, <laughs> <laughs> that it was it? Earth. Huge <laughs> radiance. Wait, what would you change it to? That it's not Earth. It's actually like, a great ending. Yeah, it is a great. You just change it like, like Ooh. at the end he goes, it's just a, re- it's just a, a regular statue, and he's like, it's just a planet. It's just a, it's a planet. <laughs> it's just not a planet with a bunch of apes. I didn't realize what happened. I hate every chimp I see from chimpanzee to chimpanzees <laughs> in the pantheon of genius comedy writing. <laughs> uh, you know, it's a great one. Is Psycho just a? Uh, oh, his his. his his over talking goes like I wouldn't. They look at me. They're saying he probably wouldn't even hurt a fly, and he just yeah. 
The fly, he's like, doesn't even move. That's a great creepy one. That's a great creepy I wonder how they did that. They must have they must have had food on him or something, or, something, or like sugar on him or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, got to be hard to... Back then, how did they shoot that scene? Right, he, yeah. Another thing that we don't know on a movie podcast that we probably should have... <laughs> this, this is what you get, folks. When you I get know. the DYM Nation, uh, DYM podcast, what you get is us asking movie questions that we probably should have researched before we started the podcast. All right, I'm going to put my notes in here. Uh, I'm going to write down f- uh, my homework five. Let's, let's you and me each bring five to the table. Five endings we love. Five endings? Okay. Five endings. You know, that, we love, that we love or that we're going to change? Five, I'm going to have 23 on my list. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Five endings that we're going to change or love? Um, We can do both, I guess. Five apiece. Five great endings. Okay, let's do that for next week. Maybe that'll be the bulk of the episode. Bulk of the series. Bulk of the series, dude. <laughs> So my phone, you can't tell, but it's it's it's, it's finally dying. I think it's and a to- good day to you, sir. <laughs> Pilar, we spoke on the phone. He goes Pilar. He just goes Pilar. Pilar, we spoke on the phone. Thank you. <laughs> and a very good day to you, sir. Whatever. What does he say? Good day or very good day? And a very good day to you, sir. And a very good day to you, sir. Oh, oh, is your phone dying, Andy? It's- Guess what? Um, yeah, I could have told you that uh, three years ago. It's fine. What do you mean? It's not fine. You just said it's dying. It was doing a weird flickery thing. But then it yeah. stopped, and now we're back, baby. That is like the surviving death of... You know what phones. I did? I, yeah, I downloaded the, the the newest iOS, and that fucks everything up, dude. Andy? Yeah? Andy. What? I have said this to you multiple times. Every time they, they purposely do that, they they like your your phone cannot handle I am the getting, power of the new power of love. The power of love. Huey Lewis. Your phone cannot handle the the, the, iOS, the iOS, like the whatever whatever the processing speed or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, that's your probably phone's true. like at this point you have an iPhone six, right? Six S. Like, that's five phones ago or something, right? I was keeping track. So you're going to get a new phone? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess you could just do that finance thing where you go add. Yeah, do the finance thing. Andy, would you like me to go with you to get the new phone? No, then I'll walk out of there fucking five grand in debt. <laughs> you, We were in Vegas like two years ago and we just walked by the Apple store for no reason. You, just, you went, why don't you just get a new phone? <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? It's like. Why? No, if my phone works perfectly. Go, yeah, but do it. It'll be fun. I go. Why? Who cares? Why are you so invested in this? I love when people get new phones. I you, love it. I think you really put the pressure on me. <laughs> also, like mix my two favorite things: being on a comedy trip and seeing like a mall <laughs> Apple store and getting so excited. It's a good time killer. Um. Oh my God. Yeah. No. You're right. I totally would have done that. Yeah. And that was two I, years ago. I, I I like very basic stuff. I'm no. I promise that if if you if I help you out, like if I go to the store with you, well, I mean, I'll get the appropriate iPhone for you. They make ones that are like for people like you. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the big buttons. The, the it's like the jitterbug, the but for iPhones. <laughs> 
I do. You know, I, I'm going to miss the home button. I like the home thumbprint. Yeah, that's how we know. Yeah, that's why you need to get you need to get the face recognition, facial recognition. You need to get the 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 where there's no I don't home like button. That stuff. You get used to it very quickly. Everybody, I, I thought I was going to miss the home button too. Guess what? I don't. I say who's who's that? Who's the home button? I say who, home who? Home button who? Really? Yeah. Yeah, what? Uh, it's very easy, and it's 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 intuitive. It's like it's way it's better. Believe me, I don't like the intuition. What do you mean? Who doesn't like intuition? Uh, on my phone, it's just it's too much future here now. You what do you want? Like oh, you should well, you should just get a flip phone and call it a day. If the new version of the iPhone came in a flip phone, would you get it? I think I would. I liked that. That you mean as hang up. You know, as like, an actual flip phone or as like a smartphone phone version of a flip phone? Smartphone flip. Yeah, probably. Because I like I like I stick with the iPhones because I they, they you know, I'm so used to them. Yeah. That yeah, was I don't mind. I didn't mind flip phones either. Like it's not like that. I just I just love I love because even with the technology, they're getting so out like they, they have nothing else to like all they're doing is making the chips faster or whatever it is. Yeah. But they're they're not adding any new stuff to it, really. Oh, so else, they probably, yeah. I think they do. I think Samsung, you might want to get that then. Cause I think Samsung has a flip one that you flip in half. Mm, I don't know. That's a lot of change right there. I That's am pretty used to Apple. Yeah. Yeah. Apple's I don't know about, I don't have to flip that much. Yeah. I guess really, this is such a good size too. Uh, the screen is perfect and the, the width and everything, but I guess they are back to around this size now. A, yeah. That, that, mine's not that far. Yeah. You can get, you can get it about that size. I want a goddamn fucking uh, movie screen in my pocket. You know? Andy, the, the the cool breeze does not like change. No, upsets the breeze. It upsets the breeze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the well, cool breeze becomes a harsh wind. You know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you need to embrace the technology, Andy. You need to br- embrace. It's coming. It's it's going to come soon. I I should do it sooner than later. I don't want to lose anything because I have. Get years back. of notes of jokes in this. Well, if you can plug it, you can plug it into. It, it, it actually is thanks to my. Uh, I thought I lost all my. Sp- I write down every spot that I do for, and I was especially in 2021 interested to just see how many I did, and I went into my jokes or to my notes folder, and it was just gone. But then it was in my Gmail, so I guess everything is backed up. But um, I I will do it sooner than later. Maybe I'll do it this week. I got nothing to do. All right. <laughs> you want to bring your pal? Yeah, we can go. Where's the? Where do we go around here? There's a Verizon store on Steinway. I know exactly where it is. All right. Yeah, we'll go this week. Yes. I almost went over Christmas at the I'll place. I'll be like the, your shaman on the journey to get a new phone. That's how I think of myself as like one of those guys from Nepal that has like the yak. Yeah, a Sherpa. Then, yeah, Sherpa. A Sherpa. That's what I mean. A Sherpa, not a shaman. A Sherpa. Like it'll be like it'll be, we'll have a yak and then we'll have a bag over the yak and then we'll I'll have your, the old phone. How about in this bag. movies? I'll be your I'll be your Padawan and you'll be my Jedi. Oh, a little Star Wars action, huh? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm playing Jedi Fallen Order. That's why I was late to the bot. Oh yeah, why don't you talk about that? Is that good? Should I get that? Well, you have it for super PC. fun. Super fun. Do they have it for Xbox? Don't know. Um, it's an EA game, so they probably do. They probably do. But it's a re- is it like like what is it reminiscent of? Because I like certain your types Cal of Christmas or whatever his name is. Your Cal, and uh, he looks exactly like the kid from Shameless, who I think was the actor. Oh, and, yeah, the redheaded gay kid. Oh yeah, is it? It's him. Is it, is it Free World? Like, is it? Is it like? Uh... It's Free World, but you're doing missions and stuff. You've got to explore tombs. It's great. I'm loving. Are you it. locked into the missions? 
I think you can go and do whatever. I like doing missions, though. Okay, yeah, yeah. I like the story. I gotta check it out. Yeah, I still, I still have I downloaded the. Uh, I got a. I got a Star Wars bundle, and you know, over the holidays, you can get like three games for like fifty bucks. So I get. There's another one. I got like X-wing fighters. I'm gonna. Yeah. One of them I heard was really bad. Like it was, people returned it like immediately. And it oh was, really? I don't know. If it was X-wing. I think it was before all these though. I think it was from a couple <laughs> years. Apparently, Marvel Avengers is making people sick. Really? Like, like, like Pokemon? It, it was getting. It was making people nauseous. Like Greg Stone. Told me he was like, I can't play this for more than ten minutes. He's like, I'm getting nauseous from all the screen movement. Jeez, I didn't know that. Yeah, and I think that has happened to me before. Well, I'll be sitting around playing like Last of Us for four hours, and I'll be like, I have a headache, and it's like, well, yeah, you're- dude, that's four hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we just can't. Our minds can't handle it, or our, or our eyesight, whatever it is. I got the old six S eyesight. <laughs> yeah, you're by the way back in six S eyesight. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta upgrade this freaking eyesight. I just upgraded my eyesight. What are we talking about? Oh, that's true. What am I, yeah, well, yeah. You should be go. You should be golden then. Um, um, other right. than that, I've been watching a lot of uh, Ken Jennings doing a great job as new Jeopardy host. Man, you know I but love. He's my not Jeopardy. the ho- He's temporary, right? I know. I don't know why they did this as the guy who's probably going to get the job to start out, and then they're going to be like, "Well, now we want to try some other people out," because he is stepping into an impossible role. No one's ever going to be Trebek, and no yeah. one's ever going to do it as good. But he's been doing a good job, and it's just like he makes you feel just welcome, and he, re- he does everything really well, and he doesn't make himself the star of the show, which is important. And now I feel like they're going to have some like celebrity people come in and try, like Katie Couric, and I heard like Aaron Rodgers is going to do one. It's like, get the fuck out of there. They're going to be too... They're going to be too big of a celebrity name. You know what I mean? Do you think they're eventually going to give it? To I hope so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he obviously loves it. He really does, and I'll tell you why. Because he was a guest on my SiriusXM show, The Raw Report, Thursdays at 4 on SiriusXM Raw Dog 99. Tune in Wednesdays at 4 to SiriusXM Raw Dog 99 to hear Sean's show celebrate. We just had Impractical Joker, Sal Volcano. It's a star-studded afternoon on Wednesdays. Uh, This is how hopeful I am. I sent an Instagram message to Jennifer Aniston to ask her to do my... (laughs) You, You never know. She's becoming a, as a shot in the dark, you know. She's becoming a little bit too ubiquitous for me. You think she's so? Like, she's in a lot of commercials. I feel like. I think what it gets to the point with these people they're working and they're like, you know. And also, I think her like they, that's all she got going on. Not, not, not in a bad way, but I'm saying I think she's career minded and she's like, let me just bank all this freaking cash and retire and get out Maybe. of here. I mean, they, after she's, Frank, she's fine on Frank. Yeah, alone. she's fine. Yeah, she's it's fine. on twenty four hours a day. Yeah, it is. You're right. Isn't that a dream? Just <sighs> it gets one of those gigs and then indication. <sighs> ah. Fantastic. I'd be, a, I'd be, I'd be in Hawaii in ten minutes. <laughs> I've never, still never been. Hawaii. I've never been. <laughs> it, it's one of Hawaii? my. It's one of my favorite. It's, it's, it's. I'm sure it's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. It's the greatest place. It's so great. I love it. Even for pale fatsos like us, yeah, because it's not we. It's not like it's there's it's sun and yeah, yeah, you're sun. in the sun, but but it's like there's a nice breeze most of the day. Uh, it's a cool it's, breeze. It's dry. What? A cool breeze. A cool breeze. A nice cool breeze. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You would love it. Oh. It's, like, it's like going home for you, cool breeze. <laughs> <laughs> cool breeze versus uh, the volcano. 
All right, but what I want to do, I want to tell people once again that we have an Instagram, we have a Twitter, um, and it's at the DYM Podcast on both platforms. Also, we want to thank Michael Suarez Mushy Mushy Mike, Mike. For, for producing this bad boy, and thank you to the Laugh Button. We are also on the Laugh Button, so check out check out all the great podcasts the Laugh Button has to offer, and 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 check out Andy Fiore. He's at Andy Fiore oh, right. on Twitter and Instagram, and check out myself. I'm at Shawnee Time on both uh, both of those uh, things. And also, Michael Suarez, uh, can you please chime in? Can you tell the people your uh, your your social media, please? Oh, at Mike V. Suarez. V. Uh, follow Mike V. Suarez. He does... As in vegan. It's a selfless job, but he does <laughs> listen, listening to... Um, uh, to us ram- ramble on about fucking iPhones and shit for an hour. So thank Hello. you so much, Mike, and thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. We'll come back with our homework, right, Andy? Absolutely. I'm excited for this assignment. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye, guys.